This song's got a lot, these two specials here got a little bit to do with uh, some faith and uh, things you can't see and things you don't know what's going on. Sometimes you just got to have a little. They say sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some. Right now, right now I'm losing bed. I stood on this stage night after night, reminding the broken it'll be alright. But right now, right now, Lord, I just can't. It's easy to sing when there's nothing to bring me down. Oh, what will I say when I'm held to the flame like I am right now? I know you're able and I know you can save through the fire with your mighty hand. But
Even body falls sometimes You gotta find the strength to rise From the ashes And make a new beginning Anyone can feel the ache You think it's more than you can take But you're stronger Stronger than soon be shining you've got to face the clouds to find your silver lining I've seen dreams and move mountains hope that doesn't ever end even when the sky is falling I've seen miracles just happen the silent prayer Get answered, broken hearts become brand new. That's what faith can do. Doesn't matter what you've heard, impossible is not a word. It's just a reason for someone not to try. Well, everybody's scared to death when they decide to take that step out on the water. But it'll be all right. His life is so much more than what your eyes are seeing. And you will find your way.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what faith can do. Glory to God. Let me get set up here. Jeremiah, you're supposed to have me a big pose. Yes, sir. All right, it's good to be in the house of the Lord again. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We had a great praise and worship. Brother Larry, you've done a great job over in the Bible study this morning, Sunday school. Feels good to see all these faces in here. I'm grateful to be back. Thank you all for inviting me back. Great praise report. We've had some great praise reports. I like it when the praise reports outweigh the prayer requests. Come on, somebody. I said, I like it when the praise reports outweigh the prayer requests. Amen. What can faith do? So we're in this Halloween season of last night, and it was something, you know, I know some people think that there's, there's little goblins and devils and demons around every corner, but I see Jesus myself. I don't look for the demons and the goblins and the devils. But I got to see my little kids dress up, and a lot of y'all's little kids dress up last night, and it was fun. Amen? Amen. Hagen had on a killer outfit. <laughs> for, for those of y'all that didn't see that, y'all need to check that out. So I, I was going to start with a ghost story today, but don't freak out, Brother Larry, okay? Because this, 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 this ghost story, because it's Halloween, it's a powerful ghost story. Amen? It's going to be real short and sweet. It's about the Holy Ghost. Amen? See that word? A lot of people want to use the word Holy Spirit, and I'm not against using the word Holy Spirit, but it was the ghost. The Holy Ghost. It's the Holy Ghost that healed your body. It was the Holy Ghost that brought you out of the grave. The Holy Ghost. Don't be afraid of the Holy Ghost. It's not spooky. Sometimes when we feel the Holy Ghost, we don't understand it. We don't have to understand it. We just have to obey it. Amen? That's my ghost story for the morning. Praise God. If you got your Bibles, turn over to chapter John. Chapter John. The book of John, chapter 11. And again, the words and the scriptures and things like that will be up on the board because I know sometimes I can be hard to follow. I'm hard to follow myself. I get it. But what we're going to talk about is where's your faith at today? And that's kind of ironic that the band was playing songs about faith today. That's a God thing. And I thank God that we're in correspondence with that through the Holy Ghost. That's the Holy Ghost we're talking about again. But where's your faith at today, church? Where's my faith at today? That's what we're going to talk about. Is our faith the type of faith that has us to doubt it? Come on, somebody. You see, they doubted that God was God in the Old Testament. Come on now. They doubted that God could do what God said He could do in the Old Testament, but come to find out God did exactly what He said He could do. He delivered the Israelites. He parted the Red Seas. He brought the prophets. He brought up a king. Amen? But they still weren't sure if it was Him. We can look back at it now and we know that God was there. Let's get over to the New Testament. They didn't know if Jesus was really Jesus. They doubted it. Is this really the Messiah? They didn't know that he was going to be resurrected until he was resurrected through the Holy Ghost. So we know now that when we look back at the Old Testament times that God was there. No doubting. We look back at the New Testament times and we see that Jesus was there without any doubting. But now it's the Holy Ghost time on earth and we see the Holy Ghost move, but we doubt. We see the Holy Ghost move today in churches and hospitals and wherever it may be and we scratch our heads and think, was that really the Holy Ghost? 
That's the same doubt that they had. Their faith had them doubting in the Old Testament if God could really do it. They had the same kind of doubt in the New Testament if Jesus was really the Messiah. And now it's the Holy Ghost time here on earth and we doubt it. Does your faith cause you to doubt? Or does your faith cause you to shout? Come on, somebody. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We're going to start right here. And this, this story is of Lazarus. Everyone here is probably familiar with the story of Lazarus. We know that Jesus spoke to Lazarus. And Lazarus come out of the tomb. But I'm going to take a little different turn on it today if y'all bear with me. I'm going to read a little bit of verse right here. We're going to pray and see what the Holy Ghost wants to do. Amen? Let's start chapter 11, verse 17. I feel the Holy Ghost already. Glory to God. Verse 17 says, So when Jesus came, He found that He had already been in the tomb four days. We're talking about Lazarus. There's a significance to the four days. In that time, I'm just going to just give you some background. In that time, the Jews believed that after three days, nothing could be done. Your spirit had left you. That's called religion. Come on, somebody. See, the spirit of religion was on the Jewish people and they believed to their own traditions that after three days there could be nothing done for somebody. The spirit had left them. That was called tradition and religion. That's why the significance of the fourth day was there with Lazarus. Come on. See, Jesus is interested in the details. <laughs> Hallelujah. If you read there just a little bit further, we'll go to 18. It says, now, now Bethany was near Jerusalem about two miles away. Why in the world did the, did the writer here, John, have to say that Bethany was about two miles away? Why couldn't they just say that it was near Jerusalem? Why did we have to put out the four days? Because Jesus is interested in the details of your life. The smallest details. He numbered the fish that were in the net. 432 or 436. Y'all don't quote me on it, don't hold me to it. But Jesus said there's that's how many fish is in there because he's interested in the most minute details of your life. Let's continue to read. And many of the Jews had joined, this is verse 19, and many of the Jews had joined the woman around Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother Lazarus. Verse 20 says, Now Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him, but Mary sat in the house. Now Martha said to Jesus, y'all check this out, Lord, if, Lord, if, I said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Jesus replied to Martha. She said, your brother will rise again. Martha replied back to Jesus and said, I know he will rise again, but it will be in the resurrection of the last day. Come on, somebody. Jesus said to her, come on, I am the resurrection. I am your life. See, Jesus just isn't salvation. He is the resurrection to salvation. The single most important event in history is the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Glory to God. The single most serious, important event in world history, biblical history, creation history is the resurrection of Jesus Christ. That's it. He said, I am the resurrection. And as a matter of fact, church, he's your resurrection. Your hope's found in Jesus. Come on, somebody. Your hope won't be found in a bottle. Your hope can't be found in a relationship. Our hope is found in Jesus and Jesus only. Good place for an amen. Whoa, glory to God. Let's skip down to verse 32. Now we're going to deal with Mary. Martha said, yeah, I know I'll see him again. But if you would have been here now, 
Mary says in verse 32, Then when Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down also at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if. Oh, I see a pattern. I see a pattern. Lord, if you'd have been here, my brother Lazarus would still be alive. According to the scriptures, that's what she says, and he would not have died. Therefore, when Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who came with her weeping, because that's what happens when we get on our pity potty. Lord, if you'd have just been there, why did you let this happen? Then if we're not careful, there'll be a lot of other people come up and say, I don't know why God let it happen. There's no faith in that. There's no faith nowhere in that. Hallelujah. Instead of why me, why don't we stand up as a believing church full of faith and say, why not me? If it brings you glory, Father. If it brings honor to the King, then why not me? Use me. I will go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's keep reading. And he said, where have you laid him? Talking about Lazarus. They said to him, Lord, come and see. It says right here in verse 35, the shortest verse in the Bible that Jesus wept. That Jesus wept. We see the human side of Jesus right here. He cried. See this idea, like I said last week, of Jesus being some Santa Claus or some Easter bunny or some baby in a manger. He was a real man. 100% man, 100% God. We got to wrap our minds around that. We got to be able to prove that. No, we got to have faith. Amen. We got to have faith. And that's what we're talking about. we got to have the type of faith that there is no doubt if Jesus Christ is exactly who he said he was. But instead, we got to have the faith to shout that, that Jesus Christ is exactly who he said he was. Where's our faith at today, church? Let's keep reading. It says, Jesus wept, and the Jews said, see how, see how he loved him. They thought that he was crying over Lazarus. They thought he was crying over Lazarus. See how he loved him, they said. And some of them said, could not this man who opened up the eyes of the blind also have kept this man from dying? Of course he could have. Then Jesus again, groaning himself, came to the tomb. And it was a cave and a stone laid against it. And Jesus said, take the stone away. He spoke with an authority. He didn't ask anyone, will you please if you don't mind? He said, take the stone away. He said it with an authority. That comes with being filled with the Holy Ghost. There's some people in the church today that needs to speak to that stone and say, move in the name of Jesus. Let my faith rise that this block that's blocking me moves in the name of Jesus. Instead, we won't pass on the back where people say, I don't know why God's letting you go through this. I don't know why God's letting you go through this. Maybe you just put yourself through that. Come on. Like I said, I don't see little demons and little devils around every door. I see an opportunity for Jesus to get glory. Maybe I just put myself in some bad situations. No amens. I get it. I get it. I'm the only one. I get it. After he said to take the stone away, Martha, the sister of him who, who was dead, said to him, Lord, by this time there's a stench, for he has been dead. There's the details again. Over four days, Jesus said to her, Did I not say to you that it would be, if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? Jesus is saying that to the church today. Have I not told you that if you will simply believe, you will see the glory of God? 